NemosNewsNetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War. We're going to do an interview with returning guest, Dr. Kirk Elliott, PhD economist and founder of Sovereign Advisors. We're going to talk about gold and silver. Go ahead and be ready for it because there's not that many things out there that are worth it, anything at this point. As, as the currency is completely being devalued, they're printing trillions of dollars. I mean, it's just insane. I'm going to let Kirk kind of fill us in what is going on, uh, what is happening in the economy, what the Fed is doing, what Biden is doing, and what we can expect. Um, Kirk, I admit, I, I told you a little bit before the show, I'm not caught up right now. I'm, I'm a week behind, um, can't get my emails, and trying to maybe run for Congress. I don't know yet, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm behind, I'm late. So help us fill in the gaps. And thank you for coming back on. We appreciate your time. Of course, it's it's absolutely my pleasure. Well, you know, um, what's going on in the markets? I would say everything is upside down this week, right? It's uh, It's a little bit crazy. We started... Last Friday, actually, um, the mortgage rates, if people are looking at mortgages, really jumped up a lot. But what are mortgage rates tied to, right? They're they're actually tied to the 10-year treasury note. That's the bellwether of all the of all the treasuries. And so that went up from Friday to Monday, 0.42%. Okay, put this into perspective. There's no trading days in there. <laughs> it went up basically half a point over the weekend. The 30-year bond went up even more. That went up like 0.51%, give or take. Um, so what does that tell us? Well, Jerome Powell, chairman of the Fed, um, gave a uh, he gave like a, a little synopsis of why this is happening. And somehow he used the wrong rationale and gave it a positive spin. And he said, hey, the fact that rates are going up means that the economy is growing and there's inflation expectations. And so therefore, be thankful, basically, I'm paraphrasing here, this is my paraphrase, for, for the rising rates because it means the economy is growing. It's like, okay, this is actually true. Politicians raise rates to slow down an overheated economy. Dustin, look around. Is this an overheated economy right now? Not it's at like, all. No, it's like nobody's working. COVID shut everything down globally. It's like, this is not an overheated market at all. When you say rates, I also think debt, massive debt. How can we service any kind of interest at all? I mean, I thought they were headed the other way, negative interest, you know? Well, so he, <laughs> this is true. And this is what I kind of was expecting a little bit too. However, only for the short term, because I've been talking for years how, how this pendulum has to shift and rates have to go up. They can't stay near zero forever. So what's the other side of the coin that's also true about interest rates? Well, we can compare them to junk bonds. So use the whole junk bond scenario as, as the backdrop to this story. So if you were to have, you know, let's look at the, the good old days, right? When you had the bellwether, you know, AT&T and Ford and GM, you know, if they issued bonds or even U.S. treasuries, yeah. they would get a very, very low yield. Why? Because they were viewed as, you know, AAA quality bonds and, and very low risk. So therefore, you got a very low yield. You don't need to offer a lot of return for something that has almost no risk. That's the story behind um, low yield bonds. 
So junk bonds, they're usually companies that are on death's door. They need capital or they're going to die. And, you know, if they, if they don't get money in, you know, it could be a great idea and they have to sell the story and then they get money and the investor says, well, geez, you're only bringing in, and I'm just making up numbers here, $100,000 a year and you have $2 million worth of debt. And it's like, but you have a great idea. If you just had a little bit of capital, you might turn this thing around. But for that, you're going to have to pay us 14% a year. You know, th this is where junk bonds have huge, huge rates. So the other side of this story is higher rates mean higher risk. This is the story that Jerome Powell should have used. The rest of the world looks at the um, explosive debt that we have. It looks at the unsustainable debt that we have. It looks at this interest rate cycle that's at zero, basically, and it can only go in the other direction. And they look at the political turmoil, the unemployment, um, people still having to wear masks, although in April, Texas is going to take off their masks temporarily, right? It's like, but what about the other 49 states? What about the others? Well, like, add, you know, Mississippi followed right along. So we're starting to hopefully see a domino effect. I'm hoping Florida is next because I'm so I, I hope I hope so. But here's 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 the deal. Jerome Powell, what he said was so dumb. And and it's like, how do you how do you call the chairman of the Federal Reserve dumb? It's like, well, yeah, because the economy is opening up, then this is what he said on Thursday um, of this week, because the economy is opening up inflation expectations are huge. Therefore, this explains, you know, our previous announcement of the raising of these rates. It's like, okay, we've got a year of pent up people not working pretty much. Their debt was exploding. Do you think that as soon as this economy starts trickling open and people go back to work, they're going to start spending like drunken sailors on day one? They've got massive amounts of debt to pay back. They can't go out and spend like drunken sailors. For so him, for him to say we have to temper inflation expectations because the economy is going to grow so rapidly, temporary. It's like no, it it won't. People are are now scared silly about their debt, thinking I haven't worked in a, in a year. I I, I don't even know how we're going to survive this for much longer. I mean, this is the mentality in people's minds. And so this is the story that he should have said, not that the economy is growing so robustly that this is why we have to have rates to slow it down. Who in their right mind would want to slow down the economy now? <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I think that, I don't think he's an idiot. I think he's probably very intelligent and competent and he's doing his job, which is to lie to us. And, and you know, I've heard the expression, I love it, that Artists use the lies to tell the truth and politicians use truth to tell lies. Okay. Right. And the most truthful thing I've seen about Powell is the image where he's basically just doing this with the dollar bills, like in a rap video and that's right. or running the printer, you know, uh, right. printers or something. And that's kind of the truth of the matter. His job is to keep printing still from us and keep us calm about it so that the whole thing doesn't fall apart. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's true. And I, I think he's got he's got to tell lies to keep the economy robust and moving forward. And and but yeah, politicians tell lies a lot. Um, we're we're kind of used to it, which is why Trump was so incredibly popular. It's like he just told it the way it was, right? People thought that was refreshing. I think even people that didn't like Trump actually liked it. That's like, okay. 
don't like what he says, but you know, it's probably the truth, right? I mean, th- so this is where he he gains so much um, public attention because he wasn't he wasn't lying when when he spoke. You might not have liked his his delivery. You might not have liked the yeah. answer. Hard nosed, <laughs> but it was the truth, right? You know, yeah. He, grew, he he basically grew up on the toughest streets in the business world, and yep. New Yorker to go along with that, essentially. So. Absolutely. You don't have to like the guy to respect his business knowledge. Right. No, absolutely. So, so boy, upside, what else is upside down? You know, people's finances are going to be upside down because interest rates are going up. That's going to affect everybody's ability to pay back their debt because credit card payments are going to go up. Uh, rates for purchasing a car are going to go up. Uh, variable adjustable rate mortgages, home equity lines, they're all going to go up, 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 up. Um, problems. These are problems. So what what else is kind of upside down? Well, the ener- since the beginning of the year, the first two months of this year, um, the energy sector up 30%, the financial sector up 13%, uh, the metals, you know, gold and silver up 13% year to date. And then we've got big tech. All right, Tesla. And, and, that You just brought up something real fast. I don't mean to interrupt, but is this spike in interest rates just to try to help slow down the gold and silver takeoff, which we saw happening because, you know, that might be spooking them a lot too. And traditionally people would rather go, you know, gold and silver to store their value if there's no interest to be earned. So, Probably. Maybe, you know, when, when interest goes up, gold is going down a little bit lately and that's, you know, temporary. Temporary. And that may be the case. Um, no matter how you look at it, gold and silver going up, and the, the last couple of days, there's there's a function of, of the Fed announcements plus the big banks doubling down on their short positions to drive the price down and scare out the individual investor from buying physicals because they know they're going to have to cover their shorts. Yeah. It's like, but, yeah. but it's not going to work, Dustin. It's not going to work because the available supply of physical metals as silver is like at an all-time low. There's some stuff you just can't even get. So the fact that they're doubling down in light of we're only, what, 15, 16 days into when the short squeeze was announced and, and physicals are like all but gone. It's like yeah. this, this <laughs> I think they're, they've become victims of their own rhetoric, thinking that we're going to scare everybody away. Uh, they're not scaring anybody away. The people who are wanting to buy physicals are liking the little discount right now that they're getting and they're gobbling up more physicals, which is exactly how the short squeeze plays out. I mean, I'm excited about this. I'm excited. This, this is an upward trend. And so even though gold you know, complex up 13% year to date, it's going to go up a lot more. I believe it's, it's simply going to go up more because all of this topsy-turviness will be bullish for gold and silver. Now let's look at the big ones. They got so much attention the last year, right? Um, Tesla, right? What a, I mean, Tesla yeah, yeah. went up like a, a rocket ship, right? Yeah, and you you bring up a point that I want to remind people that Elon Musk, who has major cultural influence, even if you don't agree with him, I, I don't necessarily like his you know business decisions sometimes, like Cybertruck, you know. Um, however, he has a massive cultural influence, and he's telling people Bitcoin is less bullshit than the dollar. And, you know, for me, as somebody who's a millennial, but understands the fundamental value of gold and silver and Austrian economics, you know, I know why people are going into Bitcoin, because they want to store a value. That's like the millennial gold in a way. And, and then on the other hand, you can see the price going up and up and up. 
You can't see that with gold and silver because there's an ETF driving the physical price down because of the spot price or the right. price isn't going down. It's actually still much higher than the spot price. But I think that there is a equally powerful move going into gold and silver as there is Bitcoin, you know, which just doubled. I mean, people are getting the hell out of the system, essentially. And, and you know, Elon Musk saying right there that the dollar is just more BS than Bitcoin is and right. really more BS than gold and silver. Right. No, I, I agree. So so you look at these things. I mean, Bitcoin's going through the roof, right? Um Anybody who owns cryptos, though, to me, here's here's kind of the the ugly side of crypto is have you ever tried to get it out? Yeah, they they they, thro- they throttle your, your outflow. Like if you're a newbie, a lot of times it's like, OK, you can take out twenty five hundred dollars a day. Uh, if you're a little bit more advanced, you can take out five thousand dollars a day. Right. So it, so it's a lot like, you know, with gold and silver, you know, they, they try to throttle stuff. Uh, if, if you're holding it in, if you're holding it physical, you own it. If you don't hold it physical, you don't own it. It's kind of like that with crypto, because if you don't have your own wallet that you control where you're your own bank, then they can tell you what to do with it and they can throttle you. Yeah. Well, that's true. So I, I had a gentleman the other day who called and he was all excited. And he said, Kirk, you're, you're not the most keen on, on cryptos. And it's like, I love them. I, I think it's the wave of the future. I, I really do. Um, however, under QFS, I don't know what's going to happen to them. I, I think under, <laughs> okay, why are the prices so high? It's it, To me, it's a function of supply and demand. Unlimited input. You can put $10 million into a crypto into your coin wallet, right? Try to take it out. And this guy called and he said, I have $2.5 million of Bitcoin. I was like, that's amazing. You're not worth $2.5 million though. Yes, I am. No, you're not. He said, I'll show you the statement. I said, show me the statement. I don't care. You're not worth it. So we go through this little conversation. I said, do me a favor. Go to your wallet and withdraw some. I'm not withdrawing it. I'm not going to withdraw it. I said, I don't hit enter at the end. Just go through this process. So he goes through and he said, what? Kurt, I can only take out $2,500 a day, but you have two and a half million. That'll take you a thousand days to pull it all out. He said, well, it might be gone by then. It might. So what are you worth? Are you worth two and a half million or are you worth $2,500 a day as long as it lasts? He said, well, that's actually, I guess what I'm worth. So so to me, it's like until they fix that system, I'm not real keen on it. But like what you said, if you can control your own wallet, boom, done. You can take it all out at once. That's awesome. That would fix it completely. Coinbase is a one that people like to use is, a, is essentially like a broker. And what they're doing is similar to what Robinhood just did to the GameStop crowd. I mean, they're setting limits. They're telling you that we can only allow this much a day. They're a bank. That's what they are. Right. And the point of Bitcoin is to be your own bank because you don't trust banks. And the point of gold and silver is because you don't trust governments and banks to be good arbiters of currency. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is pretty crazy. So that's a little bit upside down to me. Um, so Tesla, Amazon, Apple, the big tech ones, right? Tesla down 2% year to date, Amazon down 6% year to date, uh, Apple down 7% year to date. Um, yet Tesla, Amazon, Apple are worth more than the financials, the energy and the metal sectors combined. Financial sector up 13, 15% year to date, energy up 30%, metals up 13%. So all the ones that have smaller market caps are growing like crazy. Those big tech ones, hmm, they're not doing so hot. 
This is this is upside down. The NASDAQ is in the red all year. What's going on? This is an upside down world. I thought, I thought with Biden, things were gonna start growing, right? That's what they said. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna stimulate, we're gonna get people working again. We're gonna do this and we're gonna do that. It's like now when you have higher taxes, when you have higher government regulations, when you shut down the Keystone pipeline. None of that is good for the economy. It's bad for the economy. And this is starting to show it, Dustin. It's Job Killer Joe is the latest in his long string of weird nicknames. You know, Creepy Joe, uh, Joe, Tired Joe, whatever. Uh, Fake President Joe at this point. Uh, You know, I I am seeing some articles out there about like a potential uh, beginning of a commodity super cycle. Um, You know, you're mentioning that these big companies that are you know, clearly inflated value. Uh, a lot of money is chasing things into the stock market, I guess, because it's just got nowhere else to go, presumably. Um, building these things up, these different stocks, way more than the actual income would justify. So, uh, you know, are we about to see a mass tra- transfer of value um, of wealth from sort of this imploded, you know, bubble economy into things like commodities? Because I know we're in the everything bubble, you know, the stock, bond, and real estate bubble. Yeah. Or in 08, it was just stock market and real estate. It was not even bonds. Now it's worse. I think we are. I think we are. I mean, we don't know for sure, but it sure feels like it. The money's got to go someplace. And when it starts coming down, people are going to get out like crazy and they're going to put their money somewhere else. Um, I think I think what you just said is an accurate assessment. So, you know, this is what I would tell people. How do you protect yourself? from inflation? How do you protect yourself from this chaos? Going to gold and silver, it's easy. It's liquid. I mean, it's, seriously, it's liquid. You Like what you and I talked about last time I was on the show, you could go into real estate, but it's not necessarily liquid. It'll go up during inflationary times. It'll go up when a, when a currency is devalued, but you can't sell it right away. And communist governments will grab as much as they can, like in taxes or just taking open land grabs and stuff. I, you know, that's something that's locked down where they can take it away and you can't necessarily keep it anonymous the way you could bury a treasure hoard of gold for a generation. Very um, true. And, and you never own your house. You never own it. Yeah, you're paying. I mean, even if you pay off your mortgage, it's zero. It's like, no, Kirk, I own it. I Look. I, I, I don't I don't owe anything on it anymore. It's like, okay, try not paying your real estate taxes. What are they going to do? It's going to go to a tax lien auction and somebody else gets it. You never own your house because you always have to pay the property taxes on it. Is it, is it an oversimplification? I'm sure it's an oversimplification, but to my mind, you know, layman terms here, when, when the businesses are obviously a bad deal and they're in a bubble and, and the businesses are not doing well and they're all kind of performing poorly, and there's not really a good choice to back this business with your money. The next logical thing is to buy the stuff that people need and just save it right. and stock up. And that's the commodities. I mean, that's everything, you know, copper, uh, bronze, silver, gold, any of that stuff, Pepsi, Cola, whatever. You could just stock right. cigarettes. You're right. That's what, that's what you do. So I'd love to leave everyone with, you know, there is hope in this message, right? There is, there's action in this. There's hope if you have action. There's not hope if you don't do anything. But, but I would say, Gobble up gold and silver. Call my office, D- Dustin. You have a link on on your on your uh, show here. Um, it's not too late. In fact, the markets have given us a little gift right now with this little pullback in prices in the midst of a short squeeze in silver, in the midst of economic chaos and uncertainty. That's what causes gold and silver to go up. Gobble this 
up on this little price pullback that we're having and take advantage of it so it doesn't take advantage of you. Now is a great time to allocate. I would back up a truck if I could and load it down with silver if I had the funds to do something like that. And yeah. you can go and see Dr. Kirk Elliott and his website and speak to him and his team at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash gold. It'll take you directly to Sovereign Advisors. He's a sponsor of the show, clearly not financial advice or anything. I put my savings into silver with what little savings I have. I bury it. No one will ever find it. And you can't torture it out of me. Okay. So um, Dr. Kirk, uh, any closing thoughts on this? I, I want to, you know, just give, you basically just gave it to us, but anything that you want to finish up with? No, I mean, I, I, re- I pretty much did just give it to you, but but look, I don't think the interest rate move is over by any stretch. It only went up half a percent in one week. It's going to continue to go up. It'll continue. Then my prediction is prediction. You're going to see the Fed get involved. They're going to start to do weird stuff like they did in 08 and 09 to try to flatten out the yield curve. They're going to exchange short-term securities for long-term ones. You're going to get Congress involved because they're afraid. It's like, wait a second. I just thought you said that raising rates was was good because the economy was booming. And then you're going to see that, oh no, we've got to, we've got to start to temper this because the American public can't handle it. They talk out of both sides of their mouths. And, and what we can do is realize it and then just go into gold and silver. So you don't have to worry about it. I mean, it, that's the kind of stuff that causes gold and silver to go up. I mean, this is an opportunity to be the smart guy or girl in the family before everybody else. I mean, absolutely not financial advice. Thank you, Dr. Kirk Elliott, PhD economist. We appreciate your time, um, your insight. Uh, Everyone, I hope you found this to be a value. I hope you enjoyed it. Consider liking and sharing and, you know, send this to your friends, send this to your neighbors, send this to your grandma and grandpa, everybody that you can. Save them if you can. Uh, People need to know this information because... You're not going to get this kind of stuff from the government. They're not going to tell you the truth. And that brings me to my last question. I don't know if you know the answer off the top of your head. I can only think of Ron Paul, but how many people in the government or previous Congress people in his case actually wanted to audit the Fed, actually wanted to use a gold standard currency again and put us back on honest money? I don't I don't, I don't know the answer to that. You know, Ron Paul, uh, didn't Kennedy want that? I think so. Yeah, maybe. And, and he did put us on the silver certificates and, and a lot of people think that's why they killed him. So, yeah. uh, well, damn, I was going to say that I would go into Congress and vote for that. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Kirk Elliott. Um, you bet. I'll sneak up on him without one. Anyway, uh, everyone, please share, like, subscribe and all of that. You can find our work at nemosnewsnetwork.com. And if you add slash news at the end of that, you'll be able to sign up for our newsletter. Again, we'll see you on the next one.